um, talking about Welcome to our fifth episode in our relationship series. And we thank you guys for tuning in tonight and we hope that you enjoy the show. So, um, culture. Culture is a very vital thing in every society, you know, but should culture actually dictate everything? Should it be um, the yardstick in dictating how relationships are to be? Or how do um or how to you know measure the success or the failure of a relationship? Tonight we're going to be discussing the misconceptions, the assumptions, and let me say the author of relationships. That's why we have tagged tonight's episode to be who and what makes a relationship. I have with me tonight a lovely lady hosting with me, and obviously I have a boss, our powerful, edge-shaking big brother, our minister. Okay, but let him introduce himself. <laughs> let him be the one to do the introduction of himself. But let's let's wait for him to do the introduction. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, I'm just Michael. If I am Michael, I'm just Michael. Are you sure? Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael. We're really glad to have you on our show tonight. Thank you very much. Hi, it's okay. Are you on board? Yes, I am. Oh, Good evening, everyone. 
um arrange ke ana di kroy focus for tonight hello welcome just michael <laughs> 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 okay so sir michael today we're talking about who and what makes a relationship so can you just give us your own when you hear who and what makes a relationship what comes to your mind Hmm. So, um, I mean, in a world where um, everybody is asking questions, everybody is um, questioning every single thing that um, they've learned growing up in a time and an age where, um, I mean, postmodern people always want to ask a question, why do you think I should be this? And people are even questioning gender and many other things like that. A, a topic like that and a question like that would have to, like, you know, be broken down properly. And in my own um, um, explanation, and I've taken the liberty to break it out this way, I feel like a, a relationship has to be so mature individuals um, who basically have chosen themselves for the right reasons in the context of God's word and are ready to commit to each other with the willingness to make it work. Mm. Now, each of those things... Mm. You guys, before 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 um, brother Michael continues, I'd like us to you know bring out a pen and a notepad and you know begin to draw because we're going to get some you know words tonight. Thank you, sir. So keep keep dropping. Now, I think one thing I also like to emphasize is the fact that every single thing I'm going to be you know bringing out tonight is going to be you know from the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm an unapologetic uh, minister of the gospel. I believe the Bible is accurate. I believe God exists. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, moving forward, I'll take that again and I'll explain. Mm. Uh, each of every part of this definition I'm giving, you know, is put together, you know, from um, an explanation. I will explain it in a bit. Now, two mature individuals who have chosen themselves for the right reasons in the context of God's word and are ready to commit to each other with the willingness to make it work. Now, the first part are, you know, he says two mature individuals and I would like to testify that these two mature individuals according to the context of God, God's word is um, it has to be a man and a woman. Now, I was talking to a friend before <laughs> this call and she was like, would you talk about that? Would you mention that? And I, I feel like it's important. Now, to bring it all through, why we come together most of the, the primary reason why we get into a relationship if done right has to have marriage in view mm -hmm. and marriage was instituted by god and so if we are to do um if we're to do it rightly we have to do it the way god ordained it right yes and so if it has to be between um, adam and eve we don't come saying it has to be adam and steve mm. So first of all, um, so mature individuals, maturity in this context, we're talking, I mean, you're, you're maturing us, you know, too young, um, maturity in the sense, I mean, you have things working, you know, for you. Um, secondly, um, I said chosen themselves who have chosen themselves for the right reasons. A lot of people get into relationships for the wrong reasons. Some people get into relationships because they are bored. Some people get into relationships for sex. Some people get into relationships for fun. Um, some people get into relationships for so, so, so many reasons. And, I mean, in other parts, I would explain all of this and how all of this um, do not add together. But that's the second point. In the third point, it says, 
in the context of God's word, and someone might be asking in their room, um, so you're saying in the context of God's word, but they are unbelievers who have great relationships. They are um, atheists who have great relationships. There are people who don't even know God who have great relationships. And that's why I, I would explain. Okay, Okwa, you want to say something? No, Auntie Toke. Okay. I'm not okay. telling you what you're saying. All right, amazing. You know, so there are a lot of people who don't even know God who have great, great relationship. But the thing is this, if you look closely at how they approach their relationships, you will see that they have things in common. Here's what I mean by that. Now, in, in the context of God, God's word means that there are certain things that you have to do right. For example, God's word says that love is patient, love is kind. A person who doesn't know God, who understands these principles, is patient, is kind, is long-suffering, will have a great relationship. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, um, in the context of God's word, is the third part of it, you know, the fourth part of it is ready to commit. Trust me, a lot of people get into relationships and they are not ready to commit. Mm. You know, they just want to have a temporary fling <laughs> and get it over with. Yeah? Yes, sir. And so that's an important part. And lastly, they have to be willing to make it you know, work. Both of them have to be willing to make it work. This is like a very important and healthy attitude to go into any relationship with. You know, the mind that whatever happens, we're both going to be willing to, you know, make this work. But if we need to seek help, we're going to, you know, move forward and, and seek help. If what needs to be done is me swallowing my, my pride, is what I have to do to ensure, you know, that this is done rightly. I hope in a general scope I've been able to, you know, just touch that a little bit, but I'll explain for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thank you very, very much. And that was very expository. Now, if there's one thing I noticed is the fact that you emphasize what we've been emphasizing on previous um, episodes of the sessions, where if two people must be matured, and they must be willing to commit. Okay, so now, this is the next question. Like you mentioned commitment. Now, a lot of people, one of the misconceptions people have in relationship is what the meaning of commitment is. Mm. What exactly commitment is. Because people, some people will tell you, oh, commit, commitment is, okay, I can make her happy. I, I, I buy her things. I take her out. I, I'm there when she needs me to be there, but then I can also look at other people. <laughs> so people have misconception about what commitment is. So can you please just explain what exactly is commitment? All right. Um, when we talk about commitment, and I mean, you will have to pardon me because a lot of times I might interchange relationships for marriage, and I mean, some because I was thinking about it while I was preparing for this, and I'm like. Guy, you're writing and everything you're just writing is married, married, married. <laughs> Some people are just thinking relationship. But here's the thing you would have to permit it because that's the point of it. I mean, in the long run, if you're getting into a relationship, like I said earlier, um, you know, what you have to have as the centerpiece is that it's heading to marriage. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And mm-hmm. so, when I'm talking about what will make a good relationship work, I have to do it in line with what will make a good marriage work. So, commitment in the sense of, of what an actual marriage should be like and what a, like an actual relationship should be like goes beyond um, just the um, um, gifts and good things. It goes to the point of understanding what it means to be one flesh. 
it goes to understanding what it means to be one. It goes to understanding that right now you are bound to this person till the end. It goes to understand that you are both stirring up yourself onto good works. It, it goes to you know explain and make you understand that right now you are not in this world approaching this world alone. It goes to explain that this person is, 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 is an equal part of your life moving forward now and you have to be able to take decisions together. It goes to also explain, you know, and make you understand that anything outside of these confines becomes a sin. And, I mean, it might, it might sound hard to say, but it is. It is actually a sin. I mean, so you might be like, uh, I mean, it's not just going outside of these confines, but it's a sin. I'm talking about when in, when in, in an actual marriage now. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And yeah. what you do in your relationships patterns your marriage. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. You learn. You learn. Yeah. You, you grow. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. uh, my pastor says something, and who oh, I owe all of these things to. So trust me, when uh, my God became back, I was really surprised because I think of my story. And someone said, "Oh, your relationship is not." And I'm like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> no, I'm not. But I think what gave me the confidence to still say I wanted to do this is because I've been a member of a local church, Celebration Church International, mm. who is, you know, intentional about seeing us go. And I've been under the teaching and, and learning of Pastor Laju Iren. She's somebody I trust so much when it comes to, you know, topics like this. And so, you know, most of the things I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to be referencing her. I learned majorly everything, you know, from her. Reading her books, listening to her messages, several church programs, Young and Free, you know, and the likes. And I think that people listening here can also check her out. You understand what I'm saying? But um, to go back to the question and not deviate, you know, too much, Commitment in this sense means, I mean, you're partnering, you're, you're, you're shadowing what a, an actual marriage should look like. So you need to, you know, give your heart. You need to be ready to understand that you are becoming one. You are becoming a part of this person and this person is becoming a part of you. Yep. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. But then, do you have um, any other misconceptions you want to share with us? Like, um, different things that people, people are... Do in relationships that should not be done, or people have a wrong idea about what should happen in a relationship. Then the other thing you like to share with us, sir. Okay, so um, I'm going to be bringing out a few um, um, excerpts from a book um, called Dating Intelligently um, by Pastor Lajubiran, also, and um, I mean a few other messages also um, by her. Um, I'll start with this. The information that builds our understanding of what a relationship is supposed to be like matters a lot. And I mean, it's the difference between what becomes a misconception, a mental model, a stronghold in quotes, and you know, what is the correct way to do things. Uh, uh, and everybody, to everybody listening, I feel like if you are able to question the tradition that your parents dropped down to you on matters like Santa Claus, to be able to question things you learn, <laughs> you should be able to question things you learn from them as regarding um, um, very sensitive matters like mm -hmm. this. What forms a, a, a person's idea of what a relationship should be like is not just the book you are reading now. Trust me, a lot of people learn from their parents' relationships growing up, and it can be both good you know and bad 
Some so, people have the best idea of what a relationship should look like because they learn from their parents. And some other people have the, the, a very terrible one because also from what they experience. But what this brings to the table is the fact that we need to check out what we've learned and be sure that it is actually in line with God's word. So it's important for you to know where this information is coming for you to have a healthy relationship. Now, an important thing and an important thing to consider when it comes to misconception and assumption is where your information is coming in. Faulty information, that's the third point. Faulty information. And I'll go into each of these points like one by one. I'll try to be quick because of our time. Um, one thing that pathology would always say is um, movies were not made to mentor your relationship. Where do you get your idea of a relationship from? It shouldn't be Nollywood or Hollywood, but the wood on the cross. I stole that from Pastor Magic. can you can you like go by it again, please, please, please? <laughs> it matters where you get your idea about a relationship from. It shouldn't be Hollywood oh. or Nollywood. Oh, it should yeah. be the wood. Of Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, importantly, trust me, Pastor Laju and Pastor Iron are great teachers of the word. Mm. And I'm super, I think I'm doing them proud doing Aww. this. Anyways, <laughs> um, it, it, it has to matter where you're getting the information from. Um, um, movies were not made to mentor your relationship, but rather to just entertain you. about it. And it 
that doesn't happen, you believe that what you have in the person is not strong. Mm. You know, even will teach you that love is, is sex, chemistry, attraction. But the important thing to learn is, is that, and please permit me to be very raw. Am I permitted? Yes, sir. Shoots. Right. Love isn't just sex. And the point is, you know, the amount of time you actually spend having sex in your whole relationship is nothing compared to the rest of the time. So please, what will you be doing with the remaining time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I once had a conversation with somebody one time and then, you know, she was, I was like, how, how does she settle conflicts prior to being a believer? And she's like, oh, they'll just make out and just get around. So, in my, you know, in my mind, I'm now thinking, so... After the makeout, what, what the, next exactly? I tried to joke to crack here. You know this song that says, um, We made love more than memories by Fireboy. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you know. I'm sorry. I know. Fireboy song that says, We made love more than memories. And that comes to mind when I think about it. Because come to think of it, if all you're doing is making out rather than understand each other or move on with life or having <laughs> purpose, you know, many relationships don't have a purpose actually, you know, or focus on even your own purpose personally and her own purpose personally and how to come together and ensure that these things are working on. So what exactly are you going to be spending your time doing, you know? Movies will teach you that love is sex, love is um, um, chemistry. Love isn't just chemistry. There are many other things that make relationships work out than that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And listen, attraction is a very important part of it. Please, don't marry somebody you are not attracted to. Don't think you're not attracted I thought you would not mention that. It's important. Anyway, someone once said, someone once said, what will cause a man to cheat is when he's in a relationship with someone he's not attracted to. So I don't know how true. I'm just saying. Hmm. Anyway, <sighs> I don't think that you agree, but... I don't think that you agree, but... part of me is saying maybe, part of me is saying maybe, you know. But anyway, some people just have problems. Uh, exactly. You know, but also, attraction isn't all, you know. Attraction is super important, but, you know, it isn't everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, I was, I was, when I was trying to prepare for this, I tried to listen to Toby's session, and Toby was like, Baba, you have to think of where two of you will live. You have to think of how money will be coming in. You have to think, what? You think it's in the movie. Movies will not show you that the guy is doing three jobs at the same time so that he can be rich. They will not tell you that he loves that. They will not tell you how they will fit. And it's money. It's always money. There's <laughs> always money. You know, I, I've been privileged lately to be on, on, um, around people who are getting married because Celebration Church has a whole, a whole lot of um, um, youths in church. And I mean, most of us will make some of the biggest decisions in our lives in the next five to ten years to get married. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, but uh, it's almost like week after week there's somebody getting married. And what I've learned from all of them, you know, their processes that they're sharing on Instagram, you know, I watch these videos because myself, I'm trying to prepare. Trust uh, me. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, so and one thing that one thing I've I've seen is that you know some people say that rather than give me money for my wedding registry, please, rather than give me gifts, toaster, I don't want five toaster in my, in my house. Like this. On top of our wardrobe, my mommy has some plates like this. Hey, from their wedding. We've been using and using it, not finished. We've been using and using it. It's not finished. Some will break, 
so he's searching. So please, if you are a, you know, a girl and you're listening in and you're single and you're also waiting to be found, <laughs> well, hit me up after this and we'll, I'll give you his number. Just kidding, you know. Okay, so we're going on a quick break and we'll be back in three minutes. Um, but then before we go, please, you, you can call us on 81 you can call in, you can send us a mess a WhatsApp message too. You can send us a mail on coilluminators at gmail.com and you can also reach us on IG at coilluminators. Don't touch that dial. Be right back.
So welcome back guys. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, we're back. And I'll be calling out the numbers to call again, just in case you want to speak to our awesome guest. The number to call is 081-688-51327. And you can also send us a WhatsApp message. We'll be sure to answer your questions. You can also reach us on IG at Code Illuminators. Yes. And okay, so we already have a question here. And the first question says, is initial spark necessary to have a good relationship? Is initial spark necessary to have a good relationship? So Michael, please help us answer. <laughs> All right. Um, so, like I, I was saying earlier, um, it's important to be attracted to this person. If you're having an initial spark with somebody, it really means that you're attracted to that person. Yeah, it means you guys think. It means there's chemistry. It means that, um, you know, you guys may likely like each other, you know, basically. But that is not all that makes a good relationship. So what else are you checking? Um, are you checking, you know, if you guys are compatible? Are you checking um, the kind of person he is? Do you know um, his attitude, you know, generally? Do you understand what I'm saying? So as much as the initial spark and all of that works for attraction, attraction isn't all that makes your relationship work. I mean, a lot of people have had like the initial spark with somebody and, you know, um, they get to love this person properly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For some people, I mean, they are just attracted to this guy, but there was no spark at the beginning as far as, you know, the, <laughs> you know, the normal spark. Attraction developed into something really good. So, I mean, the answer would be that, I mean, chemistry, initial spark, all of that are really important, but that's not all that makes a relationship. Okay, yeah. that's, that's, thank you, sir, for justifying answering that question. So, the next question would be, that um, it is really difficult to have a holy relationship. I'm a devout believer, but when I'm with Bay, I just have to follow the trend of the world. Does this seem to be normal? Come again with that. It's difficult to have a what? Holy relationship. When I am with Bay, mm. I can't but seem to follow the trend of the world. Does this seem to be normal? Uh, okay. <laughs> Alright, so the thing is... Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's normal. What I'll say is that it's a temptation that a lot of people um, face. And if handled rightly, and it can be handled rightly, do you understand what I'm saying? And if mm -hmm. handled rightly, you know, it, it, you would have the best kind of relationship. Now, here is what I'm trying to say. I mean, you're a believer and you understand that you cannot be... I mean, some people try to justify some of the things they do. It's only kissing, you know, but... Um, where have you kissed with your hands behind your back before? <laughs> there was there was once a challenge like that, Michael. There was once a challenge like that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's a challenge. That is you're intentionally wanting to keep you away. But you're in a room with your people, mm. of you, people who are totally attracted. True, true, true. And you're saying and so here's here's another thing to note. Most people that 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 are drunk, like like people that, that drink a lot did not become drunk like drunks like overnight. They started with a little bit of drinking. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the day you're drinking, someone introduced you to it today. 
So tomorrow he went further. Next tomorrow he got high and it was just a one-time thing. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, the month after, it's already becoming a pattern, but you are still saying I can break it until you are totally changed into it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And it's, yes. it's basically the same to um, 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 sexual um, things and stuff like that. You start with kissing, but you won't end with kissing. Hmm. You know, there is this thing uh, that, you know, Pastor Laji said one time, where she said, maybe if you are going to marry next month, and you come and you come to meet her and you say, oh, um, we kissed and we don't know what to do about it. You know, she might most likely leave you know, because last last before it advances into that people for don't marry. <laughs> but you are five years away from your marriage. You are in university. <laughs> and you are already kissing. Hmm. The day that you will move forward, before you get married, you guys would already be sexual. Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Now, to answer the question um, proper, um, first of all, it's good to be accountable to somebody. Do you get what I'm saying? Most especially a pastor. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and be able to speak to that person. Um, secondly, both of you need to know what the, what the standards are. For believers, you understand that we can, we cannot have, we cannot do this. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It is wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. We cannot. So we need to set those standards, set those boundaries. And trust me, a lot of times you get to break those boundaries. But the fact that those boundaries exist in the first place means that um, there's, if there's like your first approach towards ensuring it doesn't happen. Yeah. If by um, other circumstances things like that happen, you need to ensure that I mean you're speaking to somebody. Listen, sometimes we set ourselves up so mm. you are doing for so for myself. I have food, I have self control. I have self control. You go to your bed's house and then you are saying, "Oh, it's late. I can't go back home. Let me sleep over." Mm. Is what are you sleeping over for? Says <laughs> Lisa. You will set yourself up for trouble. You know, so I mean, trust me, even the best of the best can tell you that they might not have. I mean, a lot of people are able to hold themselves. I'm not saying people cannot hold themselves, but you'll be surprised that the people who have, um, experience the temptation to do this but the, the the next most important thing is how you handle it do you get what i'm yeah, saying how do you handle it i mean what are the boundaries you set after that what you ensure never happens after that listen and if that person is trying to validate if it is right to you know to have a relationship like that it is right the world didn't institute marriage god did institute marriage mm. so who's to, who better to tell you what to do and how we would have it be than the person who instituted it in the first place mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. All right, Zab. Yeah. Uh, next question. Hmm. How can we determine the compatibility of each other? All right. So, um, how do we know we are compatible? I will answer this in a in a very different direction it's a bit different but you would get the point yeah okay all right so when it comes to compatibility first of all i mean you okay i'll start with this and this also is, is it was taken from um Pastor book hmm. um Pastor talks about this and things when you're talking about you and a person and if you guys 
would work for each other. First of all, first thing to do is, you know, be the right person first yourself. Mm. Yes. Okay. Be the right person. Be the person that is, um, and I'll explain. Now, we want to talk about compatibility and we're saying, someone asked me one time that, I mean, so if we are all children of God, why can't we all just marry ourselves, yeah? Like, anyhow, do you get what I'm saying? And, I mean, so, you are a child of God, and God won't necessarily um, 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 say that, I mean, it's not possible for you to marry my, my daughter, it's not possible for you to marry my son. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But a lot of things come. Now, be the right person in the sense that, can you date yourself if you were a guy? <coughs> so, if it was your way, and it was, you know, some, the person you did not know, and then the person was walking, and then you removed the veil as a guy, and then you see yourself as far. But would you date him? Would you marry him? <laughs> you need to get that right. It's super important. Would you marry you? So, you know, before you begin to say, oh, is, is he right for me? Are you right for him? Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Before you begin to do, you right for me? Are you right for him? Secondly, know what you want and want the right things. Know what you want and want the right things. Mm. Um, um, guys, do you want a babe or you want a makeup studio? <laughs> Girls. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Do you want... <laughs> Girls, do you want a guy or a gym coach? Mm. Which one do you want? <laughs> what woman? A man. What a man. What is this? They want a man. A oh, man. man. You want a man. <laughs> you know, so trust me, you need to know what you want. Um, some people who want people who, I mean, some some people want people who can speak. They have that preference. It can change, but that's what they want. Looking at the scope of things, maybe in line with what they want to do, purpose. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, someone like me, I will appreciate it even with someone who who can. Speak. Which really good with the word of God because I understand what I've been called to. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know that time and I would I would want a situation whereby I can direct people to speak with when it comes to situations. You know that I might need, I might not be able to stop them. Or sensitive things, for example, maybe you're coming to meet me to counsel you on something. doing that I, I should be able to say you know that my wife should take me on do you get what i'm saying so yeah. there are those things you should know what you want specifically and if you want the guy with the chest i mean just know what you want <laughs> do you get what i'm saying yes, you know, one important thing also you, you know know is anyways i mean let me just go on so know what you want want the right thing also don't want um don't make a list that's impossible <laughs> you make a list and then the list is a hybrid we are even to get somewhere just Sister, <laughs> <laughs> can you submit to him? 
Hmm. You, you see, you need to understand. And when we talk submission, it has become a problem in this time also because of the so many questions. Why submit to somebody? Blah, 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 blah. You know, when we talk about leadership in the context of the Bible, you need to see anything that comes from the Bible, read it in the context of the Bible. The Bible says to submit to the person. It doesn't say become a slave to the person. It says yeah, submit. So and the context of submission in this sense, servant leadership, how did Jesus Christ lead? He washed the feet of the disciples. So, leadership in this context, the servant leadership, how did God show his love to us? He died for us. That's the model of, 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 of what it means when you're submitting to a person. Now, in the other sense, guys, you love her so much so that you can give your life for her. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, know what God's will is about relationship, and that was what I, that's one of, one of, one of what God's plan is for relationship, what I just mentioned. Then, fourthly, know your spec. Eh? Know your spec. It's almost in line with number two. You know, what are the non-negotiables, what are the negotiables? Listen, some people, can you guys still hear me? Am I clear? Yes, we can, sir. All right. Some people will know already that if I go with this person, um, you know, last, last, we're going to have problems soon enough. Mm. Stronger sometimes. Please, if I can tell you that personally, is stronger. Maybe mm. you know that your parents will never accept this person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it helps to stay, you know, it helps to try and see, and, you know, really stay true to the love and be sure. If God is saying that's what has to be in your heart and you're very certain of it, you know, God will work out the parents' part. you get what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, but, but sometimes there are already red flags in that aspect mm. that you take notes to. So what are the negotiables? What are the non-negotiables? What are the things that you know you can adjust for so maybe he came and then he's not really a gym coach um level five he's a gym level three kind of you know can you manage him like that you know and, so, and then what are the ones that cannot change have to be fixed you know yeah. for example maybe in the believer have to, it has to be fixed you you can't play you can't you know play with that one you get what i'm saying yeah. so know those things you know with all of these things together you'll be able to you know ensure compatibility do we work why you know i mean can we move on together mm -hmm. yeah yeah thank you so much sir um i think we'd like to read one more question one more question right. um people meet people in churches yet don't have perfect mm -hmm. relationships yet their partners mm -hmm. don't portray the so-called church-like behaviors so are we trying to say that um, it's not everybody that is in church that we're supposed to, you know, be with relationship-wise. Okay, so like I said, um, every child of God that is doing the right thing, steadfast in devotion, um, 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 following through on the things that they have to do, you know, is supposed to be compatible with any other believer. But here is what the truth is. And not every believer is doing that. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Sir. Not every believer is doing that. Um, um, I mean, there are people you meet in church that don't even take their prayer life seriously. Mm -hmm. So if you work on principles that because, you know, so yes, he's a child of God, you know, but he's not doing the things that he needs to do to get him to the place where he needs to be, you know. So the simple answer is this. You can't just walk up and just pick anybody. Trust me, there are, there are people who are believers and still need to get a lot of things clear. Do you get what I'm saying? There are people yes, who are believers 
still working on themselves. Even me, I'm working on myself. Do you get know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. he's still searching, though. Okay. He's still searching, but he's working on himself. Yes. There's no doubt. <laughs> have a lot of things that you know they, they need to get straight but that so i'm saying that it's not a one plus one thing a linear thing whereby because you met the person in church you are seeing that the person is compatible with you know do you understand yeah. so yeah, that's, the, that's my answer all right sir okay thank you so 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 much sir. so I would, I would like to read the comments of some of our listeners um, so we okay. have a comment here that says Okay, one minute, please. All right, yeah. So the comment says, if you meet your girlfriend in the church, that relationship might not be totally 100%, because mm. there will be a little formula of pretending for church personnel's sake, and you won't really get to know that person well because of rumors and high services around. Mm. Mm. But, um, so to the person who said this, which is better, a... a a sure house that you know and a person who is willing to listen a person who prays the person who is going to be humble and is going to be willing to change yeah. that's mm-hmm. what i want to yeah. so which do you trust the person who you know that if anything happens there's a security such that you know that he believes in certain things and a person who um i mean you really don't know what he believes in he's just the person who is you know um indifferent do you get what i'm saying so mm-hmm. and i guess the person I get this person's own um, um, this thing because I mean I read an article by Life Giver recently, you know, that asked the question. I mean, so why do bad church boys boring and always for me that no, you know? But I don't think that's true for every church. Person. I don't think that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just to add, I always like to say this: please, church boys should be romantic because the Holy Spirit is romantic. God bless. The Holy Spirit is like kosher. <laughs> I think I'm part of the church boys that should be reprimanded because over time my friends have been telling me you need to let me know.
to the end, you see a lot of traits that even people that are not Christian have. Do you understand know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, so you said something now that you, when you read that scripture, you see a lot of these traits that even Christians don't have. So it means that. I no, I didn't say even Christians don't have. I said, did I say even Christians don't have? Maybe that was a different right. thing. Christians are supposed to have, but I'm saying that. If you read the things here, you would read things that even unbelievers have. I think so. I beg, I beg your pardon. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. If what unbelievers, okay. unbelievers are trying to change in some in some sense, do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Um, a lot of, and that's one thing. That's that's one thing. Not to you know get twisted. Listen, people. There are different religions that preach love. There are different religions that preach this thing. But the only thing that gets received is the message of the gospel. So mm-hmm. those relationships come out from people that have all these patterns. But um, we're telling you that um, being saved is by the gospel, basically. Thank you. Mm, thank you so, 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 so much, sir. Thank you very, very You're much. Welcome. Please, for those that need to get in touch with him, please just message me. Like, message our number privately. Don't worry, I, I have your back. I've got your back. <laughs> number. So you can slide into your fear. Yes. <laughs> Sir Michael. We don't know if a testimony will come out from this. Amen. Like, what have you choices, you know, meds and all that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I think this is something people want to get this thing. So don't worry, I mean, you can shoot your shot. Uh-uh. Oh, shit. Permission has been given, guys. He said you can shoot this is your shot. This is my first step to tell you that church boys are not always rich. Oh. So you can shoot your shot. <laughs> he said to me, great example. <laughs> oh, God, Sam Michael, it was really, really lovely having you with us tonight. Thank you so much for honoring our invitation. We are very, very glad. You know, I thank you guys so much for. Sam? I said I'm super honored. If we call you back, will you come? Trust me, I uh-uh. will. <laughs> that's, that's very lovely to hear. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We are very grateful. Don't forget, we're having um another session on Friday. And we're going to be dealing with communication. That's the key to relationship, guys. Same time on Friday, 9 p.m., obviously. And remember, you can reach us out at any time on our Instagram account, at Coeliminators. Or you can send us a mail. Call at gmail.com or text us on plus 234-816-885132. Plus 234-816-885132. Have a lovely night, guys. Good night. Good night. See you Friday. Let's start a
Come.